The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. I'm Diddy, and I'm listening to The Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's was cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I left her some guano. Hey, podcast people, how you doing? This is That Story Show, where we're telling from the level of the blah and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 326, brought to you the week of January 16, 2020. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. My good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I ate icing from a can today. Ooh. And nice. I totally regret it. Also in the room with us is our <laughs> special guest this week is from Earth Oddity Podcast, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity that planet earth has to offer let's welcome christopher tiny sullivan to the show how's everybody doing good to be here guys hey yeah yes. hey tiny we're glad to have you now tell us a little bit about your podcast my podcast as you uh so eloquently stated is called earth oddity podcast and it's really just me and uh one of the deacons from my church uh, we go sit in his closet and we talk about odd news stories that we find <laughs> on Reddit. It could be anything from uh, the latest UFO reports to a Florida man who uh, was, you know, he tried to steal a car with a goat inside it. <laughs> just anything that's weird and we think would be fun to talk about. That's what we do. Well, that's odd. That's awesome. Uh, there, that Florida man's always up to something, isn't he? We yes. have a Florida man story nearly every show. Yeah. There's a lot of Florida stories. He, he is uh, he is up to no good, that Florida man. I'll tell you that right now. It's well, like one of the uh, timeline periods. You know, you got Cro-Magnon man and then you got Florida man. <laughs> He's just stuck somewhere between yeah. uh, not quite <laughs> baked all the way. And, I don't know why I'm existing I'm right just doing bad stuff. Well, uh, the reason we brought... Um, uh, Tiny on is because uh, we want we thought maybe you would like to go listen to his show, listeners. So go uh, check him out. You can look up Earth Oddity Podcast uh, online uh, on your iTunes or your Google Play. But EarthOddity.Podbean.com appears to be the website. Do I have that right? Yeah, but it's just you know it's just one of those websites that you just get through your hosting. So, right. But we're available on all podcatchers out there. Uh, you know, iTunes. Well, it's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts now, but oh, Google really? Podcasts, Spotify. <laughs> yeah, we're available on all that. See, it's, now, it's no That Story Show, but, you know, we're about a couple years into it, and it's a lot of fun. So. Yeah, you guys just did 101 episodes, so congratulations on yeah. clicking yeah, past 100. Deal. Yeah. Yeah, but, we, we, try not to, we try to stay humble. We don't want to get too excited because I know every single podcast out there they never pod fade before they get to a hundred. Oh, so never. It's, it's no big deal. <laughs> uh, almost every show I've ever started pod faded before 30. So I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm glad you have great faith in the power of podcasting. Um, 
I'm a little, uh, I, I haven't seen those, those uh, stats, but um, we always start with an opening story. This one's called Bird Feeder Frenzy. Hello, James and John. My name is Hope, and I've been a longtime listener, first-time writer. I realized, yeah, I, I realized after the bat show that I have a bat story of my own. Well, it's been a <laughs> while, but we'll allow it. You know, yeah. we always like a good bat story. I live in a fairly odd house in the woods. Sounds like a nursery <laughs> rhyme. Um, it sounds like a horror show. <laughs> Is it made of candy? I don't know. <laughs> There's a witch in an oven in the side. A um, fairly odd house in the woods. <laughs> so the house wasn't sealed well as most modern homes. So basically you got a rickety old nasty old house. So she says we got the f- issues fixed, but when I was younger, finding bats on the curtains and flying through our living room was re- a reoccurring problem. Ugh. Oh my goodness. That sounds normal. Yeah, that's normal. Your rickety, How does that, rickety old I house. Mean, I got a, just a question here. So you, I can understand not sealing your house well, but you've got to have serious cracks in your house to have bats coming so in. I'm saying it's, it's enough to put your fist through. You got to have, yeah. Pretty big, huh. uh, pretty big hole there. But anyway, one morning when I was about six or seven, my mom and I went to our kitchen to get some breakfast. Oh, it gets better, John. You just wait. Uh, I've always had an affinity for performing and telling stories. So this day I decided I wanted to be a waiter and I wanted to take my mom's breakfast order. So I walked over to the whiteboard we had in our living room because we are homeschooled. So where does your son go to school? <laughs> yeah, homeschool, homeschool drama here. Uh, we had a whiteboard in our living room because we were homeschooled, and uh, we proceeded to write down her order. As mentioned before, I lived in an older house, and for whatever mm. reason, we had an old-fashioned, hum- old-fashioned hummingbird feeder hanging in our dining room. John, can you believe this? For, for some reason. Can you imagine what that some reason might be? Because you got holes. I assume they have hummingbirds in their kitchen if it, they're hanging a, a hummingbird feeder in There's like in the a house, way right? to get to the bird feeder, apparently, <laughs> from outside. Huh. That, that's, that's not, uh, that's not, see, that's not seeing a problem as a problem. That's seeing, that's, when I see hummingbirds in my house, I don't think, oh, I got a fix for this. I'm going to go buy a bird feeder. <laughs> I think well, maybe they're just being a uh, good gracious host. You know, this is making lemonade out of lemons. Maybe if you're Snow White and you sing to them and they come to you, that's one thing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this family. Anyway, this happened to be hanging right above where my mother was sitting. So it's so it's sitting above the chair, just randomly above the dining room table chair. Hmm. Uh, okay. On that feeder, sleeping peacefully was a bat. <laughs> it's a bat feeder i just imagine him snugged up on the on the little side of it there, just sleeping happy little z's coming off of his face you know <laughs> look look dracula hanging over <laughs> looking back i realized it was just like the movies where the character looks at the monster looks away realizes what it was and in fact the monster and then looks back and then screams bloody murder. So yeah, there's like a 15 step process to realizing you're in trouble. <laughs> so, so my mother freaks out, runs toward me. I point at the bat. She proceeds to join me in screaming bloody murder. So they're <laughs> they're singing a bat song that only the bat can hear. And at this point, my dad wakes up and comes running down the stairs to find my mom and I screaming, holding one another, pressed in the corner of our living room. <laughs> or s- several large rodents were making their way through several holes. <laughs> in our in our cabinetry no uh he and my mom grabbed a large plastic tube that held my old kite and a tennis racket are you guys hoarders it's okay to be a hoarder i'm not <laughs> judging my kite dude but if you're keeping the bag for your kite <laughs> and an old tennis <laughs> racket shipping kit right there near the kitchen i don't know there, there might be problems uh Anyway, so he was able to re- uh, release the bat back into the wild without harm. Let's just well, it's just going to come back. Yeah, exactly. It knows a good thing now. <laughs> mm. It's going to tell yeah, its well, friends. Hey, there's a bird feeder there. I mean, he's got food to eat. I wonder if they keep stuff in it. I don't know. I never want to be a. I never wanted to be a waiter after this experience. <laughs> I think the <laughs> two experiences are completely unrelated. <laughs> I I think you're safe. I think a waiter is is a safe job. I doubt there's a waiter's anonymous where 
They're just like, you know, these daggum bats keep coming around. <laughs> I'm currently in college to be an actor, and I will be waiting tables in the foreseeable future. Thanks for the wonderful show that gets me going through many hard days of studying. Hope. Oh. So a lady named nice. Hope is, is studying to be an actor. Well, that's awesome because she lived in a fairly old house in the woods. Fairly odd house. Like fairly odd parents. Fairly odd parents. Yeah. So when the dad came home, <laughs> I imagined he was singing hi ho, you know, <laughs> when they started screaming. Uh, yeah. Why? It's just uh, <clears throat> how many how many entrances to your home do you have to have before your house is just considered part of the outside? Like yeah. if animals can come in freely and 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 leave freely and you have feeders installed that makes that something Inside. yeah I, I don't know do you do you call that indoors or, or is it <laughs> it just an extension of the outside i don't know i don't know i don't know what you grew up in hope but i hope that as an actor you uh you know i don't know maybe you have you, a lot to draw from for your future career yeah maybe she gets famous she gets uh rich and she designs a home that's very open you know, that open format where yeah. where there is no inside or outside. She could live in Phoenix, you know, and, and just have no walls. And uh, <laughs> animals can come and go as they want. Uh, let's do our weekly rewind. All right, I'll start because mine's stupid. Um, <laughs> lemons, lemons? Lemons, lemons. No. Um, make a meme out of it. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. We got a package uh, around Christmas time in the mail that was to our address, but not to our family. It was huh. it was listed out to the Wilkins children. Okay. Oh. And I have it here in front of me. And inside. <laughs> Wait, you haven't opened it? I ha I opened it. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I opened it. And and what was in? I got you. It was obviously a grandparent present. It's one of those kind of presents grandparents get you because it's oh. it, it's uh, it's mint coins. Um, oh, <laughs> nice! Yeah, and and that's you mean a, like mint. You eat mint or no. like like fresh coins from the factory? Coins? Fresh from the factory. So there's pennies. Oh. There's um, a nickel. There's a uh, a dime and a quarter and a penny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of a cash. A dime and a quarter. <laughs> and I kid you not, there's like six sets of them. It's heavy. And I I, uh, I wish I could get it to the person because like I said, a, a nickel and a dime and a quarter and a penny is, is a lot of cash. But uh, that's not, it's not my, it's not my mm -hmm. weekly update though. Um, my weekly update is a little simpler. Jay and I, my son, we're, we were riding down a road. And uh, he just randomly says, why are people buried on the side of the road? And I, it took me a second to wonder what in the world. Are, and then I saw what he saw. He saw a roadside monument, you know, a, a cross right. stuck in the side of the road. And I never thought of it that way. But he, he first, I said, no, son, um, th those are just memorials where people have uh, maybe had an accident and they died there. But they 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 don't bury him on the side of the road, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, good, oh." And I'm, uh, he, um, he says, "I thought, <laughs> I thought it was like poor people couldn't who couldn't afford to get buried <laughs> anywhere else, <laughs> got buried right there on the side of the road." And I'm like, "That's so eerie <laughs> that my son, <laughs> for God knows how long, has had this belief <laughs> that every time he's seen one of those, it's been a dead person." And, oh uh, man! Yeah, he had lots of other questions too, like you know, do they have rules about them, and you know, are they legal, <laughs> and you know, this kind of stuff. And <laughs> Can I put one up for a cat? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, are dead people buried on the question. side of the road? No, no, son, they're not, and that's a good thing because uh, there would probably be a lot of graves, and none of us would ever want to go anywhere if we really had to face, you know, like there's ten graves on this one turn, and you're like, oh gosh, I'm gonna. Google nice. Google's got to find me an alternate route real quick. Too many. I would have told my son that we would would just bury anybody anywhere, you know. 
If he, if he had asked me that, I'd have been like, son, we bury people all over the place. Yeah, there, there's one under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Under the slab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yikes. So what do you got this week, John? Man, I, I, I went to Lowe's. Okay. Which I, is not my preferred place to go. I'm a Home Depot guy, but uh, I went to Lowe's. And um, as I was leaving... I saw this guy and he's kind of staring me down. He's in his truck and um, he's just kind of looking at me and looking at my shirt and he gets out of, out of the truck and he's like, Whoa, let me see your shirt. And I'm, I'm like, cause it's not cold here oh, for some reason. Okay. So I like, I just, you know, wearing a t-shirt and I kind of open up my little sweater that I'm wearing and, and he, he looks at it and then he kind of throws his hands up like, Oh, I can't, you know, stand that. And, and then, I'm, I'm like, can you, can you read it? It's, it says Southeastern. It's, it's a shirt that I went, you know, college supported Southeastern University. It's a Southeastern University shirt. It's really weird mm. to read and it doesn't make any sense. But so he's like, uh, I say, like, are you familiar with Southeastern? He's like, like, no, man, I'm just messing with you. And and so I, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and so I, I continue to walk on and then parked right next to to the weird guy in Lowe's is, is somebody that used to go to my church. And so, you know, whenever you run into somebody, whenever somebody leaves your church, it's always kind of awkward when you see them again, especially if you work for the church. Right. That, it's like, they're they not, a, they're not as saved as they used to be. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, that's right. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and so it, it's kind of awkward, but you know, you're still friends and cordial and whatnot. So, so I'm, I'm talking to him and, and the weird, the weird Lowe's parking lot guy, he's, he's still a few feet away. And, uh, and so we're having this conversation and, and then this guy says, Hey, Hey, y'all ever heard of e e emu? emu? And, uh, and, and both of us are like, what, <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah. Ebu emu. You, you heard them, right? The, birds that don't fly and um we're like yeah i guess so and and he said well i'm gonna make fun of that guy over there <laughs> look over and there's there's a, a a truck with the license plate that says ebu on it ebu and then some numbers i don't know this like, guy <laughs> who is this guy i don't know i don't know if he's like trying to scope out the place, trying to rob something. You know, I I, know. I, I've heard, I've heard of stand-up comedians. This guy's trying to be a walk-around comedian, you know? He's a parking lot comedian. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to find anything remotely funny, just the low-hanging fruit, and I'm going to go make fun of that guy. I'm, I'm going to wait for him right here, too. <laughs> you know, I gotta, you got to love Southeast Georgia, or Georgia. I'm not in the Southeast Georgia anymore, but the Southeast of the United States. And so both of us are kind of like, uh, well, it's good to see you, uh, you know, take care. And I, I, it's time for us to go. So we part ways and I, I, I leave and the, the parking lot Lowe's guy, he's, he's still in the parking lot. I think he really waited for the dude <laughs> with the Ibu truck. Uh, so he could talk about, <laughs> oh, um, it was, it was interesting. That's kind of stuff doesn't happen to me very often. So when it does, I have to, to make it a part of this show no that's great that's great that's a that's a way he might be suicidal because that's a good way to get killed <laughs> it cracks me up that he thought this was such a funny joke that he had to share this with a stranger you know like man, i don't oh, think man, this emu is so funny i'm gonna tell that guy in the southeastern shirt about it yeah <laughs> i wish i had the talk stupid to me shirt on because he probably would have kept going but uh, Maybe I'm glad I didn't have the talk stupid to me shirt. I don't know. Yeah, because he probably would have stopped dead. But I, I just think he had a death wish. I mean, <laughs> you're just randomly going up to people at a Lowe's parking lot and uh, and and just making comments, you know? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like p possibly offensive. No, I'm just screwing with you, man. Just show me your shirt, you know? I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have made eye contact. That's my my fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. I've I've met some characters at uh at Lowe's before. It it, it people mm. are usually uh extremely busy and serious or they yeah. or they just seem to be there for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it's true. 
You either got a project that you're working on and you had to run to Lowe's because you don't have the part or the tool that you need. You got to get back and finish or you're just there to look around and browse. All right. Well, Lowe's guys, uh, we salute you. And we, yes, sir, we do. And your ongoing quest to, to bring a little light into the world through terrible jokes. <laughs> yeah, emu, 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 emu. <laughs> to him, he, he was dying. He's like, oh, this is comedy gold. It's almost <laughs> says emu. Their butts off. <laughs> I'm going to wait over here and pounce upon <laughs> him with my humor. So <laughs> I'm just glad I wasn't in lawn and garden. Oh, gosh. That's great. Uh, so, Tiny, uh, can I call you Tiny? Is that what you want to be called? Yeah, that's fine. Is, that's, is, I've been called that since high school. So is, there a, is there a story? There? Well, I, yeah, I've had a pretty boring week for the most part, although uh, there was this one thing that happened this week. I was watching Disney Plus with my son. Awesome. And, uh, I, James, I know you've you've watched The Mandalorian, so yeah. you've got it. John, have you have you got on this Disney Plus train? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, it's I, like, it is like one of the best things to happen to the internet since, yeah. I don't know, in forever. It's so good. But we were sitting there watching it, and I was looking at the old Spider-Man cartoons, and mm-hmm. I was so excited about it. And I was showing it to my nine-year-old son. And uh, I was showing him, like, yes, this is the 90s uh, show. It's the one that had, like, the new metal intro. You know, the Spider-Man. You know, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I looked at my son, and I was so excited. And I said, uh, I said, check this out. This is the version of Spider-Man that I grew up with. Because it was on when I was in high school. And I was like, you know, this is what I used to watch. Isn't that so cool? You can watch all of them. <laughs> And my son, uh, I thought he was really interested, but he just looked at me and just as serious as, as he could be, he said, uh, he said, dad, uh, this is what you watched when you were a kid. And I was like, yeah, isn't it cool? And then he said, dad, I bet you were a Husky kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, well, at least I wasn't a dumb little kid and we went back to our show. So... (laughs) You must have been a husky kid, Dad. I can tell by your choice of cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. So man. Uh, so so he's a smart Alec, huh? I I got <laughs> I got one of those, and mm. uh, he's always cracking on me. It's terrible because I taught him how to be uh, snarky, and he's using oh, it against me that. now. So mm-hmm. it's terrible. Well, you know, it's a, what is it? It's like a Sith tradition for the, the teacher to eventually uh, yes. overtake the master, you know, and, and betray him. So that's true. I think we're just, yeah. we're just living that out. So we're the know? dark side. I never realized that, but you're, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so is there a story behind your name? Why? Are they- uh, honestly, my nine-year-old, he, he hit right on it. That's, that's the story behind my name. Oh. Is that I'm not tiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I used to work with a guy, and he used to, you know, he he would come up to me and he'd ask me, and he would say, uh, "Hey, hey, Tiny, why do people call you Tiny?" And I would always respond, "The same reason we call you Genius." So. <laughs> <laughs> the irony! Oh, the irony! <laughs> oh goodness! The irony hurts sometimes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of irony, um, I wanted to thank a couple of patrons this week. We have. Two new patrons. Uh, I want to thank Trevor Burnt for coming on at $8 a month. We appreciate you, Trevor. And Dave O'Keefe, or Dave O'Keefe. I don't know. It could be either I one. Think it's O'Keefe. Uh, is it O'Keefe? Dave O'Keefe. Think, yeah, because there's an author that has that same spelling, and it's O'Keefe. Maybe it's him. Uh, Dave O'Keefe at $50 a month. Thank you so what? much. I know, right? Wow. wow. Crazy. Take my hat off for that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna take. That's awesome. I'm gonna pull out some of my hair for that. It'd be great. Well, I'll join you. We um, should. We should uh, have special O'Keefe Day. So, if you're interested in joining and becoming a patron, uh, Patreon.com/slash That Story Show is how you look up and see. You know, you get bonus content. You get access to weekly or monthly free games that I put out and. Uh, uh, you know, it's just a great way to support the show. So check it out and uh, join the club and be all cool and, and stuff. That would be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, hey, uh, listener email. This is from Jane, and uh, it's not so much a story, but just information. You'll remember back on episode 279, uh, the death episode, we, we got to talking about uh, walking on graves and how, mm. how some people do it and some people don't and how I was taught not to. And uh, so that's that's what this one uh, is, is, is about. She says, I too was raised in a family that said you should never walk on the top of someone's grave. Since it was my parents that instilled this into my code of ethics, I decided to ask my parents where that tradition came from. And I've learned some things I thought you might like to know. I asked my mm-hmm. mom if she learned this practice from her parents. And she said, yes, it was considered a respectful thing to do. And that's, that's what I wondered too. You know, that's where I, I thought, thought it came from is like, you're not walking on uh, a dead person. It it would be, it would be rude. If you saw a person laying on the ground, you wouldn't walk on them, you know? So I do that all the time. (laughs) You just walk on people, (laughs) step on them. Not, Uh, but uh i had wondered apparently if this was a southern tradition and since her mother was from uh, eastern tennessee she thought that i was correct but then she asked her dad and uh his parents had taught him the same thing and his family was from indiana so Mm. that rules out it being a southern thing and my Mm. father Mm. said the practice of not walking on graves have something to do or it has something to do with something completely different Apparently, before graves were made with a concrete vault and sealed caskets, people were buried in simple wooden coffins. And over time, the coffin would deteriorate. The body would decompose, thus leaving a void underground. And people would walk over the grave, and the ground below them would collapse, causing them to Hmm. fall into the grave with a potentially decomposing body and bones. Yikes. Hmm. So I asked, how do you know which way the body is laying? Is the tombstone a headstone or a footstone? And my mom told me something I'd never heard before. She said, most bodies are buried with their heads to the west and their feet to the east. And they do this so that when Jesus comes back and the bodies are given new life, the bodies will stand up and be facing east. Have you ever heard Mm. of such a thing in your life? No. All these heads poking up out of the ground. That's the first time I've ever heard that. (laughs) And the one guy that got buried backwards is going, oh, this is so inconvenient. Jesus is here. (laughs) Jesus is here and everybody got to turn all the way around. Oh, so anyway, I Mm. hope this gives uh, you a bit of security knowing you're not the only family told not to walk over graves when walking through a cemetery. I hope it's, uh, and, and though I know it's not the most hilarious story, however, I was just uh, turning my uh, That Story Show homework into Mr. Kennison and in uh, his trusty assistant, Mr. Steinklobber. And I, hope, hey. and I hope you enjoyed the education. Have a great show. Your faithful listener, Jane, from Noblesville, Indiana. So there you go. That is interesting because I, I never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. I feel well informed now. Yeah, I thought, I thought the reason... I'm sorry. I thought the reason you couldn't walk on graves is is because they would reach up and grab you. (laughs) Only in the South here, buddy. (laughs) You know, it's funny. My church, we actually have a volleyball court, like with sand, like a beach volleyball court out behind the uh, family life center. For some reason in the South, we can't call church gyms a gym. We got to put some kind of family life center. Yeah, it's the new family unity center. But uh, it is right beside the graveyard, and the youth, when they go play volleyball, they always <laughs> cut through the graveyard <laughs> to, to go get, get the ball. So, oh, yeah. wow. That's funny. <laughs> you should get like a skull uh, sometime <laughs> when they're playing, and then just yeah. kind of leave it in the graveyard so that maybe when the ball rolls over, they'll accidentally find the skull instead of the ball. <laughs> I actually cool. asked the youth minister if we could start calling Friday night volleyballs like like volleyball tournaments you know we call it uh volleyball like of the dead like a romero film but he, he wouldn't go for that wouldn't do it wouldn't do no. it oh goodness gracious yeah cemeteries man i i've always been a little wick, wicked weird about stepping on graves and uh and and to me it's it's been uh uh i don't know almost uh uh a fear thing and and not that they'd reach up and grab you but yeah that they would <laughs> That it it would bother them somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. They'd be rolling over in the grave. Yeah, like I wouldn't want somebody walking over me, so I don't walk over them. So, 
But anyway, <laughs> like somebody's up in heaven and they're just, you know, minding their own business. They're playing canasta or rook or something. And then all of a sudden they get a sharp pain in their back. Ow. Like somebody stepped on them. Hey, somebody who, stepped on my grave. Who did that? Kennison boy. Oh my gosh. What a, what a, what a terrible person. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> Gonna lodge a complaint. Uh, but, but it is interesting that they're buried east to west or whatever. If that's even a thing, that would be the next thing to, to, because I drove past a huge cemetery today, and it was true. I, I was driving uh, south or north, and I look over, and all of the graves are facing away from me. Hmm. And that would make hmm. it e- facing east, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, I guess. And, and I'm like, holy smack, maybe that is a thing. And that that's weird right there, because, like, it matters. <laughs> It's supposed to happen in the twinkling of an eye, right? And yeah, uh, right. right. I don't. I don't think which way you're facing is going to have a lot of problems. You know, I don't know, especially for those that were like scattered, <laughs> and their remains were scattered. Oh, right. Yeah, that's why some Christians right. don't believe in cremation. Yes. Yeah, because it's going to be really hard for Jesus to to fiddle around and <laughs> stick all the pieces together. Yeah, in, in the that God who created it's the not like universe with a breath. man out of dust of the earth. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. Exactly. We could just. I'll never get this DNA put back together. <laughs> this is so annoying. <laughs> leave them to the devil, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for most of you who had the sense to be facing the right direction. <laughs> so I think we should bury atheists facing the West. There you go. They, <laughs> that way you, we you, can. <laughs> you'd think they'd want the, they you'd think they'd want that maybe just you know <laughs> you know maybe even bent over with their butt facing toward the east i don't know <laughs> well when they get that like huge shock and like oh my goodness i was wrong and those silly christians were correct the whole time they have to turn around you know <laughs> like they don't want to they're just like they're in trouble and they don't want to turn around because <laughs> yeah because because in because in our new version of of the story we've now said that that uh, that dead atheists will also come back to life. <laughs> and yeah, well, they got they got to they got to get a body too, but they 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 got to get one for uh you know <laughs> for not good purposes, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. All right, well, um, let's move on to our featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Yeah, I figured I'd stop us before we got into mid-trib, post-trib, or pre-trib. <laughs> and, uh, Is that gonna, a weight loss program? Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> well, we, I'm on the mid-trib. Uh, we're going to invite Tiny to bring us our featured story for this week, so take it away. Well, I know this is going to come as a shock to you and your audience, but uh, I am actually not a professional podcaster, uh, more of an amateur, and I work a normal... A forty-hour week, like most everybody else, and I work a manufacturing job, and I've been there about fifteen years. And sometimes it can get a little boring, as as most people who 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 are in that in that kind of work tend to be. And in my early twenties, I don't do any of this now. Of course, you know, I've I've, <laughs> yeah. I've grown. You just gotta be careful. A, yeah, your boss might be listening. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a mature <laughs> that disclaimer in there. I'm I'm a husband. I, I don't do this this kind of you know stuff anymore. But <laughs> when I was a younger man yeah. in my early twenties, we yeah. would occasionally pull pranks on each other to try to break up the monotony. And I had a buddy. His name was Johnny, and he was one of the worst <laughs> about pulling pranks on people. And he also had this really good way of getting away with it. You know, he was always able to put it off on somebody else or make it believable <laughs> that he didn't do it. Even when you knew he did. And I, you know, I would try to let it go most of the time. I would just, you know, go on about my day and, and not worry about it. Cause you know, and Johnny is a friend of mine, but one day <laughs> he, uh, he did something. I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, that's it. He's, he's, he needs some, uh, there needs to be something to happen to this. <laughs> you had enough, huh? He needs I a, had enough. He and needs I was a gonna, manufacturing I was accident. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Change the sign, fellas. <laughs> if OSHA's not involved, then I didn't go far enough. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he was training on like a new <clears throat> machine. And I'm assuming that there's not a lot of people in the audience who 
who know how a uh, RMS 2000 first step tire machine works, but I'll just say hmm. it takes you through a series of steps. And then at the end of the cycle, you have a, what we call a green tire. It's a tire that is ready to go into the press and be cooked into a wheel for your car. And he was training on a new machine that I was you know, familiar with, but he wasn't. And this machine had a bug in it where if you walked around the back of the machine, you could hit the emergency stop button, but then hit the reset button and it would reset the front of the machine, but you would still have to hit this other reset button to make the, the back end of the machine uh, start working again. And he could finish the cycle that he was on, but then on the next cycle, it would fault out and he would have to walk around there and he would have to reset the machine, do like a cold reset and get it, get it fixed again. So he's over there minding his own business and I sneak over there behind his machine. And I did just that. I hit the reset, the, the emergency stop and I hit the reset button and I go back to my machine and I'm just waiting. Cause I know he can finish out this first cycle, but when he gets to the next one, it's going to, you know, it's going to mess him up. And, and that's exactly what happens. And he's like, you know, huh, that's weird. So he, he resets his machine and he goes back to building. And I'm like, huh, that works pretty good. I, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so I sneak over there behind his machine and I do it again. <clears throat> and I go back to my machine and I'm just waiting. And all of a sudden I hear him say, ah, stupid, stupid machine. What's wrong? You know, and he, he fixes it. And I'm like, huh, you know what? I'm going to do it again. <laughs> so I walk over there. And and I did just that. And sure enough, I, I get back over to my machine. He hasn't seen me because it's around <laughs> back behind there. Right. And I'm just and sure enough, like a clockwork, he finishes that that tire. He gets to the next one and he's like, oh, what is wrong with this stupid machine? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. So and after that, <laughs> and then I did it again after that. Uh, and then we had to what? go to lunch. But Lord. then after lunch, I did it again after that, <laughs> and then I did it again, and then we went home that day, and we came back the next day, and because he was learning this machine, he was training on it, and he had to go over there, and I was like, I worked pretty good yesterday. I think I'm going to do it again today. Oh, my <laughs> and goodness. I just kept on doing this. And for five weeks, I did this. <laughs> no kidding. This went on for four weeks. Good night. Four weeks. Four weeks. And <laughs> it's funny because the third day, another guy we worked with named Cole, he saw me doing it. And he came over there and he said, uh, he said, Is this been you the whole time? And I was like, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he started laughing. And he was like, Well, when are you gonna tell him? And I'm like, uh, you know, I, I think I'm just gonna let him figure it out. <laughs> And it, just, it, it kept on going and he would uh he would write the machine up for mechanics and the mechanics oh. would come out there and say well i don't know what to tell you i mean everything checks out <laughs> he would ask other builders in the department if they were having the same problems and oh, they would man. tell him yeah i don't know what's going on i don't i don't know what to tell you it's almost but, as if someone's sabotaging <laughs> the machine I don't and, yeah, this guy that i'm talking about he's he's a pretty smart guy but for whatever reason, he never put two and two together. He never figured <laughs> out that I was doing it the whole time. And I remember one day uh, <laughs> I was on vacation. So I actually went and uh, and got another guy. I said, hey, if, if I buy you a 20-ounce Mountain Dew, can, can I get you to go over there? Because his machine had to continue to mess up if I was gone. If I, if I wasn't there and his machine ran perfect, he would know it was me. So I got somebody to fill in and, and pissed him up like several times. And, uh, and yeah, he finally caught me eventually one day he, he caught me fleeing the scene and, and he was mad about it. But at the Who same time, back there? It, there was, it, it had gone on for so long. I remember at one point I was like, okay, well I can't quit cold Turkey because if this machine just miraculously starts working fine, you know, that's going to be suspicious. So it was almost like I had to keep messing with him to keep from getting caught. I got to do it uh, now. Yeah, he finally found out, and, and there was he did some stuff to me too, but it was obviously it was never as good. It was kind of mm -hmm. like a missile striking a, a mound of dirt to save face when somebody takes out your vice president. You know, yeah. it was uh, he never could he never could get me the as good as I'd got him just because it had gone on for so long. He asked me, he's like, 
well, what about that day you were on vacation? And I was like, well, I, you know, I paid somebody to fill in for me that day. <laughs> <laughs> that is so insane. It's insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I don't know whether to be scared of you or just outright impressed. You, you know, the fact that it Johnny's probably thinking. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going through the list of suspects, right? And thinking, who could be playing <laughs> trick on me? And he's like, oh, Tiny would never do something this mean. <laughs> Four weeks straight? Never. <laughs> I can't get, understand how the emergency shutoff was on the backside of the machine. How is that safe? Oh, man, we've have, we have emergency shutoffs like all over that machine. Oh, I okay, mean, okay. They're everywhere because if you ever get, I guess, you know, I guess they're scared if you get caught in it or something, they want an immediate way to just kill the machine. And but this particular machine had a bug in it where you could reset it, but then you would still have to reset it, it like stop. at the main panel viewer, you know. And <laughs> I just can't believe this thing didn't escalate to the point that people <laughs> lost fingers and stuff, you know. Like the company had well, to bring in a new one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would be afraid. I would be scared. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so I there's could. like probably a thousand defective tires out there because this machine was <laughs> shut off in the middle of it. <laughs> so no, it would. It, it, he couldn't. The thing is, is like he couldn't start another cycle without having to do like a cold reset, and it would take forever to do. So, so. kind of like a toilet that has an empty tank but a full bowl. So he could do. Yeah, kind of like that. He could do the first one, but after that, he <laughs> he, he would have to reset the whole system. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It wasn't dangerous. It was just kind of a pain. And and what's really bugging him is for some reason he can't figure out like what's wrong, like what he's doing wrong. He had other, you know, builders would would laugh and be like, well, it must be user error because it, it works fine for me. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that bug did eventually get fixed. Like that machine don't do that anymore. <laughs> but it did then. <laughs> On revision 14. Yeah, this was long ago, of course, in case his, <laughs> yes. his employer somehow listens to this episode randomly. This was long ago, and uh, he, he would never do such a thing now. Never. He's a changed man. Well, thanks for telling us that story. That was hilarious. And uh, we've got some listener stories coming up right about now. All right, this one's called Midnight Showers. It comes to us from Josh. Hi, my name is Josh, and I just want to tell you guys how much I'm enjoying your podcast. It's very creative and hilarious. I do have a story, though. My brother and I share the same room, which is not always ideal. Well, anyways, my brother used to jump up and scream in the middle of the night, <laughs> telling me that, <laughs> that he needed to go to the bathroom, but he was just too scared to go. By himself, so I was obligated to help him, and I always did. Well, that makes you a good brother, Josh. He says, yeah. well, that probably happened around 50 times or so, and he sleepwalks now, and he <laughs> gives me the creeps whenever it happens, and he doesn't wake me up anymore. Instead, now he sleepwalks to the bathroom, and he goes to the bathroom in his sleep, and he pretty much <laughs> showers the whole bathroom in urine. How do I know? Because <laughs> I either wake up from him moving around... <laughs> bathroom or i just walk in the bathroom following in the following morning and i smell the wonderful scent of urine everywhere mm. he has no memory of these sleepwalking bathroom events whatsoever well that's it for now thanks for your time josh well let's sounds just, like somebody needs a wet floor sign uh, <laughs> sounds like he needs a bell so that whenever he moves wakes somebody in the house up so he doesn't pee all over the place yeah just or, or a rope or something just tie one one wrist to the bedpost or something, you know, that way he wake he, he wakes up or he's still there and you wake up and he's just kind of pulling on it. Just, uh, 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 I, don't I don't know. You know, at least he's asleep. I mean, to the, to the ladies in the audience, if you go in like the, a men's public restroom, I mean, there are some guys, it's like, they're not even trying. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. And they're awake, right? Yeah. I would assume. Hmm. I mean, surely, you don't sleepwalk into a public restroom. You you know how on a hose you can put your thumb over the tip of the hose and you can get it to spray really far? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I just wonder if some guys aren't doing something like that. 
<laughs> that would have to be. And that's the problem. <laughs> they're, just, <laughs> they're just spraying wild and free. I don't know. But it is, it is a, you're right. Some guys' restrooms are just horrible. And uh, mm. the, I, I know, mean, uh, I know it's really popular now to have, you know, two genders in the bathroom and all this kind of stuff. But I, I have a feeling it, it's going to go back to the traditional ways <laughs> very soon. <laughs> because That's an excellent point. Men are, men are going to ruin it. <laughs> So, lady, ladies are going to be like, okay, we'll just we'll just deal with this first problem that we had on which one we go to because that's a lot easier than dealing with pee all over the seats. So you know, I'm not a historian, but I would bet money that's how we wound up with two different public restrooms in the first place. Yeah, years ago, be. yeah, that's how we ended up with two different ones. Yeah, makes good sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. All right. We got a story here. It comes to us from Botany Boy, and the story is Baby Tales Part One. Ooh, babies with tails. That's <laughs> weird. I didn't think about that. Hey, James and John, it's Harrison. Now, be warned, this is a gross one, so you may want to have a trash can. Anyways, this is the uh this is only the first part because I'm sending in two others. Oh. So anyways, on with the story. So this happened a long time ago when I was a baby and used diapers. At this particular time, it was my dad's turn to change the diaper. It's funny because it's, it's a retelling because I'm sure he does not remember no, this happened. This is somebody else's story, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> my dad began carefully unraveling the diaper until he saw it. The big load of poop. Now, you may be thinking, well, yeah, that's gross, but not unheard of. But it was, I'm not done because it was 10 seconds later, Dad heard a fart from behind him just in time to see a whole new wave of sticky diarrhea comes spewing out. It's, it's all in caps. He has to read it that way. So Yeah, I'm, yeah that's, that's, I'm just reading it how it's written. I love all caps. All caps. <laughs> I guess maybe I should have shouted it. That's traditional, but uh, I just felt like the monster truck voice was perfect for it. So it went literally everywhere. Literally. And to make matters worse, literally, literally everywhere. And to make matters worse, my mom, this must be a, a UK guy or, or, or down in Australia, uh, she walked in the door right as this was unfolding or spewing, as I would rather say myself. My dad told me this and out i guess the moral is don't overfeed your baby love the podcast and look out for part two in the next episode yeah i put this okay I there's put, a part two yeah wow. that's why i put part it in two. here because i'm like okay so we're starting with you know a pretty basic baby explosion story which right. every every parent has one of those um, yes, sticky diarrhea. Yeah, I mean my 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 wife would actually tell you about the time we were having dinner and uh mm. and my daughter threw up down her shirt. Oh. Oh wow. Just right down, down her, her shirt. shirt or down your wife's down shirt. Down my wife's shirt, just right Whoa. right through the <laughs> the neck hole all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> so that was probably her 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 least favorite <laughs> of all of them. So I'm wondering though if it's if it starts with a, a a diarrhea, maybe maybe we'll get some uh, some good stuff. I I don't know. I've never had a a guy threaten to or promise to send uh, additional stories. So I figured, hey, let's put it in there, and next yeah. week we'll see see what he comes up with. And Baby tales part two part two. So anyway. I'm anxious uh, to see how you where do you go from there, you know? Yeah, it, mm -hmm. it can only go up. Uh, so so anyway, and it had a moral to it as well. Yeah, don't don't, over don't overfeed your baby. That don't, that, don't people don't do that. Babies just they baby babies just uh, get rid of whatever they got. You know, it's it's just the way it is. So I don't know, I don't know. We'll see how it happens uh, next time. Uh, right now, though, we got some middle school drama. Um, uh, um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um. All right. This is uh, Looking Stupid on Ascendant. Uh, dear humans, uh, and for those that don't know and are new to the show, every now and then we get stories that are all in one sentence. And there's no capitalization, mm -hmm. no uh, 
periods, no punctuation, no nothing. And uh, so uh, I have to read them in the middle school voice. This is from Samuel in Texas. Dear humans, I will tell story of when I looked stupid on Ascendant. One time I was walking from middle school and we saw one of our old teachers. I went to say hi, but what I said was she's still alive. Even now I am ridiculed. Another time <laughs> was at math ESL camp and one of my teachers playing music and I went to ask one of my classmates what the song was and then what I said, what time is it? And people kept pointing at the clock, and I asked the question three times, and I still didn't know. Samuel from Texas. So let me tra- <laughs> let me translate. Let me translate for you guys because I've read this several times. Basically, um, he saw one of his old teachers, and he asked, uh, "Hey, is, I, I didn't know she was still alive." That was the okay. first one. Yeah, okay. and and then the second, what should have been paragraph and second story was um, they, he was at camp and teacher was playing music and he kept wanting to ask what the song was, but instead he was saying, what time is it? And people kept pointing to the <laughs> clock and he didn't understand why. And he did this for three times and still didn't realize that he was saying the wrong sentence. So mm. It, mm. It, it's mm. an important thing for me. It's a, it, it, it's, uh, I'm still honing my translation skills, but that's, Brilliant. I, I never would have gathered that. I, it I, makes perfect sense to me now that you've translated. Yeah. Dear humans, I'm, I will tell you of a story. I look stupid on Ascendant. Ascendant is, is meant to be accident. Oh, uh, I thought it was like a new social media platform. No. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm on Ascendant. Are you? Oh, I'm on Ascendant. <laughs> I look stupid on Ascendant. Um, this one, this one's called the abrasion. Hi, it's Paul of New Mexico. And I have a story for that story show. So one day me and my mom were training our three dogs. So one dog had to go out of the fence so we could train the other two, but our dog did not like that. So just, you know, our dog can jump three, four, uh, wait. So just so you know, our dog can jump four foot fence, but he did not want to today. So instead, he wants to run through the fence. And long story short, she crashed into the fence. She only got oh, a no. she only got a big abrasion. Hope you like my story. Bye, Paul from <laughs> Albuquerque. Love that story. <laughs> so in, in case you didn't catch it all, they're training their dog. One dog's on the other side of a fence, and though it knows it can jump a four foot fence, it decided to run headfirst into the fence which doesn't sound like something a dog would do, but you know, that's what Paul said happened. And, uh, but no worries. She only got a big abrasion. So only a big abrasion. That's a big word use there too. That is a big word. Yeah. And I'm wondering if abrasion should be like another word. Does your middle school translator, uh, mentality have another. She only got a big abrasion. Uh, 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 no, no. I think he meant abrasion. Like, Okay. Yeah, or a brain scan. One of the two. <laughs> she only got a big a brain scan. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's not a Fortnite reference. No, no. <laughs> so we've made it through our middle school drama segment. John, take us to uh take us where chickens are never meant to go. Okay. We got we got a story to us from uh Joe Hoffman in California. And this is gangsta chickens, not gangster chickens, like, hey, take the smoke, gangsta. Gotcha. I have two stories about chickens, too smart for their own good. The first one happened when I was about eight. I had a sandwich from my grandma that I had brought home with me. We had a picnic table attached to our swing set, and I decided to eat outside. Because our chickens were roaming free, I left the sandwich in the bag and went inside to get a cup of water. A minute later, I come outside and my sandwich is gone from the bag which, by the way, is still in one piece, albeit open on the table. I look down, and the chickens have eaten half of the sandwich and are fighting over the rest, jerk chickens. Suffice it to say, I never left food unguarded out there again. <laughs> well, now, sometimes you got to learn the hard way. I mean, you do. You can't trust chickens. You can't. Chickens are, are gangsta. Yeah. Uh, new story. 
new house, new chickens. My mom and dad are sitting on the porch outside after church, trying to eat a quiet lunch in the sun. Our chickens never pass up an opportunity for food because they're chickens. Ever. They never, ever pass up an opportunity. That's right. You got to watch out for chickens. Yeah. I don't either. (laughs) Copping your style, your swagger. What is it? I don't know. Anyway, they come running over and three of the six stand in front of dad. And he holds a sandwich. Yes. Another sandwich incident. He holds a sandwich behind him where the other three have conveniently sneaked around to wait to make a story short, a short story, even shorter chickens two, humans zero Mm. from Joe Hoffman. Man, they're, they're like little raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the other, the, the one you don't even know is, is uh, comes at you from the side, you know, or whatever from behind. You got to hold your hands up and, and calm them down. I clever girl. I have a story about a chicken that happened to me um, this past week. Uh, we were, really? yeah, it was Sunday and I was, we were at a friend's house. We were having a church leadership meeting and uh, mm. it was over and our neighbors have chickens in their backyard. I think they have three of them and we live in the city. So that's kind of weird, right? They, they, yeah. they have chickens in their tiny little postage stamp sized backyard, uh, which right. means they have no grass and the chickens have taken over the entire area. Um, yeah. Well, I'm standing there and my wife is at the sink and my back is to the back door. And all of a sudden my wife looks down and screams and I, I'm not a screamer, but when my wife looks down behind me <laughs> and screams, I turned around and saw something there and I screamed and jumped <laughs> because I didn't expect for there to be anything there. You know, usually she just screams for no reason. Um, there's a full blown, <laughs> full blown chicken in the kitchen, just right there behind me. Just like, and I swear I heard it say, "What's up, guys?" So, what? <laughs> I, I swear to you, I heard it talk. Sup, yo? <laughs> it was it, looking for the feeder. <laughs> it was just, it was just so casual, and it like it was trying to blend in. Like nothing weird's going on here. The chicken, don't mind me, just looking for some scratch. I'm just a chicken in the kitchen. No big deal. And uh, so he was he was rushed outside by the people that lived there, and they said, "Yeah, they they try to get in. They think they belong in the house. So uh, chickens ain't stupid. <laughs> They're gonna get them sandwiches one way or the other. That's so, right. So uh, through the back or behind the back. Maybe that's the moral of the story today: is that chickens can't be trusted." And if you have a sandwich, keep it far from them. Hey, do you have a funny story about peacefully sleeping bats who are so cute and never did nothing wrong to nobody? How about one about falling into an open grave? Do you have a story about a brother that dances around while he pees? How about a baby that poops like a Gatling gun? You ever look stupid on accident? Or had a dog... Uh, so dumb he he couldn't jump a fence <laughs> how about having your sandwich stolen by gangster chickens well whatever story you have send your stories email or audio to that story show at gmail.com and if we used your story today we owe you a sticker so email us your address thatstoryshow.com is the website follow us on instagram at that story show review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us and thanks to our patrons for their support with special thanks to james spangler jennifer kennison eric kubay yanu streisbeck and carrie wright join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show and remember when something weird annoying embarrassing gross or painful happens don't get stressed don't get depressed just think hey this belongs on That Story Show. Chris Tiny, we thank you for joining us, man. Hey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of That Story Show, so it's, it's really been an honor. Awesome, awesome. And you guys, do me a favor. Go check out Earth Oddity Podcast and tell them that we sent you. And uh, we'll see you next week here, right here on That Story Show. See you, John. See you, James. Bye. Bye, Tiny. This is Sam. Hello. Hello. Can I help you? Hi. Stop stealing my Wi-Fi. Um, uh, sorry. You've been using my Wi-Fi. I looked I up have? your IP address and found your phone number. Okay. Then why did and your you... search history appear when I signed in? Explain that. 
I'm sorry, who is this? How'd you even get my password? You a hacker? Uh, is this a joke? I'm not arguing with you. Just stop or I'm going to get the police involved. Okay. I I don't even know who you are or where you're calling from, so... I pay for that with my hard-earned money. Get a job. I... Are you, is is this a, a joke? You're a bandwidth thief. You're the reason the economy's failing. You are Wi-Fi stealing scum. You're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You've just been pranked by PrankDial.com. 